the future of photography. Hey Chris, good to catch you between travels. <laughs> yeah, just here for a few days. Now off to Kyrgyzstan. Yeah, I like saying that, Kyrgyzstan. I, I know we've talked about this before we hit the record button, but I am really envious of that trip. <laughs> I wish I wish you were with us. Hmm. We could well, do some you. shows on the road. Yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and that's how we started out, isn't it? I think our first three shows of, of TFOP were, were, were recorded Bhutan. in Kathmandu. <laughs> oh no, Kathmandu, right. Not in, did, we, did we record something in Bhutan? I think we I think we did tips from the top floor. Yeah, yeah, true, in, true. In Bhutan. <laughs> but I think I think TFOP was born in the back of a cafe in yeah, Kathmandu. Very true. Your friend's cafe. We shout out to your what can't remember his name. What's his name? Krishna. Ah, yeah. He was a really nice chap. He made yes. me feel really welcome, even though I was essentially a stranger because I was just, you know, hanging out with you. So. Yeah, well, you you hang out with me, your friend. That's that's how it goes. That's how it works over there. Okay. All right. Well, good to talk to you. Um, uh, some some slightly meaty content for this week's show. Okay. Um, which uh, uh, you know, try try and keep it focused on the photography aspects, but it comes it comes from a slightly dark place, I'll admit. Um, uh, and I'd be interested in your views, and I'd be also very interested in the listeners' views on this because I think a lot of this is going to be um, geographically different because it's, it, it, it we're starting today from a point of law, um, and uh, some things that have been going through the uh, the 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 reported press in the uk um you know uh, uh, which which you could consider a quite significant and consider might be quite worrying as well um are uh, might have an impact on some of our photography uh, and and i'd like to stress before we dive into this because this is serious stuff i'm not trying to make light of this issue i am trying to consider in a fairly serious way you know how it might change people's behavior and that's goes beyond photography and we'll ask the question what does it mean for the future of photography but actually it's a bit more it's a bit deeper than that and okay. i wouldn't want think people to think that i'm trying to make light of this content because it's serious stuff now having said that right if we haven't lost everybody already <laughs> let's, let's uh, well, get into I'm, it I'm, to be honest i'm i'm uh, i'm curious now because i did in this case usually i'm really well prepared but for this episode i have not gone through any of the notes that you put into our shared document so i'm yeah i i don't know what what this is about so okay, let me know well, we'll start we'll, st we'll start we'll start from from the beginning then so um there uh there, there is um a, a reasonably new um process that uh, police in the uk are seeking to apply to the investigations of crime mm -hmm. and what they're asking for is digital consent which in this context means that people who report crimes, you know, report that they are the victim of a crime, they are being asked to uh, provide the police with all the data from mostly mobile phones, right? So, so to, to, to provide digital consent, sorry, yes, to does provide that, digital consent. Does that mean hand over your passwords, log logins to the device, that kind of stuff? It, it, it does, and to give and Ooh. to grant the police permission, because it's not a you know there's no law that says they have to, but to grant the police permission to use that what they find in your phone uh, in support of their investigation. Uh huh. Now, a little bit I've of context. I've never heard of this before. Well, I said it's, it's serious stuff. Um, is it just new? Is it just 
it's it's not entirely new. It's been it's it's a thing that is is covered in the press. Uh, I mean, I, I saw an article on this uh, a couple of days ago, which is how I yeah you know, how I you know I got the idea to do this particular show. Um, but the but it's something that's been bubbling under for a while, and it started a while back um, uh, because there were some some uh, failures of, of complex legal cases um, as a result of late breaking evidence. Now, this is the, the reason I said uh, you know, that this is serious is that actually these are um, rape and sexual assault cases. Mm-hmm. So where uh, where there is a, uh, a a person who has accused another person uh, of either rape or sexual assault and uh, the police are looking, you know, are being required to investigate that. Um, now there have been uh, a couple of of cases where actually uh, at, at the last minute new evidence came to light from the uh, the um, the so-called victims um, digital content that actually uh, they weren't telling the whole truth uh, and there was one story you know, uh, uh, of a a 22 year old man who was falsely accused uh of, of sexual assault uh, and it was only at the very very last minute that this evidence came to light that uh that the, the lady who had accused him had also over a period of a long time said to, you know sent him lots of messages saying oh you're very caring and i love you and stuff like that and and actually the man was innocent um and so um as a re- as a result of this the police are, uh, have done some analysis and they've decided that the, the thing that they would like to do is to ask people to give consent for their digital information to be used in the investigation of crimes um uh, and from the police's point of view that will give them a much more rounded view uh, of the you know victim perpetrator kind of role and 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 give them an opportunity to explore it in more depth uh, and with historical evidence as well um there's so, a whole, there's a bunch of whole bunch of red flags that go off in my mind on this. But, I'm sure yeah. this is why I said this is this is going to be a very cultural. This everybody, yeah, every every different culture is going to perceive this differently, yeah, and every um, uh, and of course yeah, because it's legal, then of course I, geography I, comes into it as I well. I predict this is this is the episode that will get us the most feedback. <laughs> but okay, uh, well, I I would welcome that because I think this is a serious yeah, topic, um, and and of course I can only present the view that that my my research of the British press reporting. And I try to read around the subject, but I don't have any primary evidence, you know, so I'm not I'm I'm not the you know going to express too strong a view here. So uh, just try to draw out the, the, the questions really that this raises. Because so this do is, you sorry, go on. So this is not a law, right? This is just the police asking and people voluntarily consenting to it or it not. It is, but here's the catch. Some people some uh, and I think primarily ladies, because the, the the law isn't the, this. Sorry, not the law. The, this this policy for the police isn't uh, restricted to uh, crimes of a sexual nature, um, but it is being mostly used in in that context. Um, but so so um, most of the people that are being asked to um, provide this consent are ladies who are accusing men of some kind of sexual assault. Um, that that is the 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 large proportion of use cases for this. Um, now, um, in some cases, it is reported in the press that in some cases these ladies have been told that if they don't provide digital consent, then the police will not follow up the investigation. <laughs> okay. 
now i'm sure it, it as it, yeah the, the 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 police forces in the uk are short of resources as i'm sure they are in many countries uh and um i, I happen to have a a close friend who who's a police officer um uh, and he's uh, and he's worked in this kind of area and he you know and it is a, an absolute minefield it's hugely complex and, and you have to be very very careful because there, there are lots of vulnerable people uh, but equally the people that are accused of these things can 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 be completely innocent right and innocent until proven guilty right <laughs> um uh, so it is it is a very very challenging area to work in um but it is it's been reported that um you know sometimes the accuser is lying uh, and some cases have fallen apart because of that sometimes um the accusers are being told that their case won't be pursued unless they provide consent to their personal digital information uh, being made available to the police i think i think they're coming for you i hear the helicopter <laughs> Do you know what they are? That's the, that, that that's a Chinook. Um, I, I I live quite near the air base um, where where all of the Chinook okay. helicopters, the double bladed helicopters, for those that don't know the name, uh, are based. And yeah, we're we're on the flight path for their <laughs> for their training. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's gone now. I think. Um, so so this is so this is why I say this is this is serious stuff. Um, I, and I think you know. Um, uh not to make light of it but what does this mean right and not just for the future of photography what does this mean for um for 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 all of us and and you know for all of our information so you know uh i uh, if if you want justice do you have to give over your most private information and that's and that's kind of the biggest point here the privacy point because you i think legally you can't be forced to do this at this point for an investigation by the police and uh of course there's there's possibly what the what the police is looking for is text messages is emails and is photos of course it, it is that, it is that tell a story and as we all know as photographers a photo never tells the full story always a matter of how you frame it when you pr press the shutter or when you don't well absolutely and and remembering back to the the shows that we've done where we've talked about uh, how behavior changes where people wear cameras you know uh, on body cameras and and do the do behaviors change or do they not uh, and that and, and talking about that in a in a law enforcement and a protection context uh, as well um but but it's you know so you know and, and privacy is perceived differently by different generations of people uh, by different cultures and you know even you and i have discussed this in the past that the the um it, it, the culture in germany is different to the culture in the uk um uh, and there are yeah and and the legal frameworks in germany and the uk that relate to privacy and data protection and things like that are are materially different although you know in some ways coming at it from the same point of view um the yeah uh, but this is and and another people might say well of course you know um you know all, all my photos are on facebook so you know that's just out there anyways and there's no such thing as privacy um but this is more than an an ai algorithm you know re, you know uh, processing your photos to to see if they see if it's got a dog in it so when you search on dog it raises all the photos with dog in it this is this is real people looking at your personal information and they have uh, an objective um hopefully they're not biased hopefully they are in an unbiased way investigating the situation 
Um, and of course, it goes way beyond that. I mean, I, you know, I don't know but, about you, but I have a lot of information on my phone. It's all nicely secured. But if I give that security <laughs> over to somebody else, that's the, it done then, isn't it? <laughs> the phone is the place where you have your most personal information. And um, handing over that information is just possibly one of the most frightening things you can do. And I'm not I'm not saying that people do horrible things on their phones, but just your 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 private life um, can be completely reconstructed based on uh, what they find on that phone. But it will never show the full picture. And that's one of the problems I see. Um, the other is, and I think this is even more difficult, that they they will ask the accuser, right? So the accuser, under the prospect of having to open up or of being asked to open up their most private device, I think that might lead a few justified accusations do not happen, right? I, I th so I, I have read, uh, again, a, a report rather than primary research, but but I have read the story of at least one woman who um, uh, went through this process uh, and it caused post-traumatic stress. Oh, yeah. Um, And I've uh, and a, of another woman who um, w was so stressed out by the process that having got halfway through it and being treated quite poorly by the police, according to this report, anyway, um, that um, that she she chose not to pursue uh, her, her the the case with, with you know and 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 had to walk away from it. Um, Uh, so it, it yeah you know, it, it it's it's yeah it 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 is hugely complex and and, I and mean, many uh, many ramifications. But I mean, I'm yeah. I'm just looking at myself here because uh, last year in May I was in the United States. I was in New York holding a workshop, and um, with all the immigration stuff going on in the United States, um, I think at that point or shortly before there was this. Um, now we will if if you want to we will do exactly the same thing to your mobile phone we'll uh you'll, you'll have to provide login information to everything so we can run it around and for me that was uh, i really thought long and hard if i wanted to take that um to take that trip if i wanted to do that workshop because of that fact yeah <laughs> it just didn't feel just didn't sit right with me It, it it it's scary isn't it it's scary and and i think you know we um yeah, i i won't pretend to have any of the answers these these are complex legal and and philosophical you know uh debates or, or questions so if you ask what does that mean for the future of photography um it could well mean that um knowing that i mean <laughs> Just thinking out loud here, but uh, someone who wants to accuse someone, falsely accuse someone, could generate evidence that, or something that might look like evidence. Um, yeah, or false, falsifying evidence. Yeah, good, yeah. good point. I hadn't the, thought about that. That's I mean, a good the, point. the way you frame a photo, where you pointed, in which moment, um, you might you might see someone pulling a face, and it might in reality be a very benign gesture but on the photo it might look like 
he wants to kill you you know that, that yeah, kind con- of stuff context counts for context counts for a lot we we learned that from, from the, the body camera stuff didn't we yes yeah. it's everything so this is really i think this is really dangerous and uh it does it it's you 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 might be getting the idea that this doesn't sit well with me not at all <laughs> no, i i am i am getting that feeling it, it yeah. is um it yeah it, it it's it's scary stuff and and it's um uh, it, it's the tra- it's the it's the trade-off that i find very scary so so there is i, I confess i hadn't thought um uh, about the the uh, idea of falsifying evidence you know video um but it, it's the tra- it's the trade-off do we get to a point where you know uh people's behavior changes so yeah we we, and we've talked about behavioral change as a result of how photography is is evolving over time um and uh you know you now have you know politicians who yeah millennial politicians who who have you know very senior posts now in in governments around the world but also have a facebook account going back 15 years where it shows them at university doing silly things right and these things come up more and more often but you know the you know the idea uh, and and the, the world is changing and those that kind of imagery is no longer necessarily a barrier so so for people who who've grown into the digital world like you and i i think we're a lot more conservative than people who are digital natives who for them you know they don't know a world without social media they and 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 you know if it when they're growing up and they're hiring people to do jobs they're not going to care if the person who they're interviewing has got a dodgy social media history because they're going to have one too (laughs) we're in this we're, we're in the middle ages at the moment where the people doing the hiring don't have social media histories and the people wanting jobs do and so that's that yeah the 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 generations will clash and when this is normalized and by the way i do not just to make this clear i do not want to insinuate that uh that rape accusations are um are fake just no 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 no, rather the opposite because i think the vast majority of them are are well justified so um yeah yeah. it's it's uh, yeah i I think you know we we could talk about this for ages will will people begin self-censoring when taking photos because that might be something in the back of their minds is that something that will will have a kind of a chilling effect or or will people just not care i mean we have i think we do have uh some evidence that that uh capital punishment doesn't really change the behavior of people so um and i don't know i mean i the, the only thing i could liken it to in terms of behavioral change is is more to my professional life um rather than my photography life uh where um in a corporate context um uh, i am always very careful about what i write down on emails and there are some topics where it, it, it I, I i you know I, I would censor myself um you know because <laughs> i wouldn't want that coming back to me and i would you know and, and if i had to if i felt i had to to communicate whatever those thoughts were i would do that verbally and directly and privately to a to a colleague or a, or a client or another person um the uh so so in some part you know in in some you know, sense or in, in some element of this it is just common sense right you know uh, although maybe that's just me as an old person you know uh we, we, you know from before the dawn of social media um to think about that I, you know when when i when i was of the age to be running around taking um silly photos of myself um um on my phone uh, nobody had phones let alone phones with cameras on so <laughs> 
true. <laughs> and there wasn't, and 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 yeah, uh, there wasn't social media and, and stuff. And every like single that, so. photo cost actual money. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I think the the thing that re- really is the behaviour thing for me. So, so if you if you want if you think you want to take advantage of the the criminal justice system, no, take it. That's not right. The, the way. Sorry, poor choice of words. If you think you want to benefit from, or if you ever need to rely on the justice system in your country, does that mean that every day you have to self censor? That's a scary thought, isn't it? That's a deep question. I don't think we can answer this here. No, <laughs> not, so, for, not, not even close. Um, no, but, I, think, uh, but I think it, a lot of people are probably discussing that right now in the UK. So I think we can label this episode as a food for thought episode. I, 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 th- I think so. And, and I hope you know, it, it, is, it is a deep and, and serious question. I, I hope uh, listeners that, um, you know, that, that we've not put you off with this show. Um, but the, the connections were made in my mind when I was you know, reading the news. Um, yeah. And I, I wanted to have the conversation. I wanted to, to draw out some thoughts about it. Um, yeah, you know, I'd be really be really interested to hear um thoughts from from listeners um from your own points of view listeners uh from a cultural point of view or or a geopolitical point of view um about how things might be perceived um right uh maybe there's a there's a conversation to continue here but but certainly um i won't pretend that we're going to be able to wrap it up nicely tonight definitely (laughs) not but if you want to chime in if you want to uh, join the discussion then do by all means do so we have on on the future we have links to our social media to our email addresses um we have a twitter account tfop now tfop now is the twitter account and it's also a good place to to talk so yes thank you yeah so so that so so that's that that yeah um uh you know i i guess we'll stop we'll stop there um just one thing to say before we go though for this week um is thank you to all of you um who have uh submission submitted what i can only think of in my head as uh audition tapes but it's completely yes, the wrong choice of words <laughs> they're not tapes and 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 i suppose in a sense they are auditioning as you know for the for the past few weeks we've been we've been saying we, you know, we're looking for new voices to join the show um and i just yeah thank you to everybody who has submitted um we will be um well by the time this goes out actually we'll have gotten back to everybody individually um and good news is um it is the it's been some, some great submissions and we've definitely got some leads to follow up on so uh, look, look forward to uh, hearing uh, uh, at least one new voice may, maybe more than one new voice um, on, on the future of photography in the near future we're building an army yay <laughs> some yes okay <laughs> all right that was it for this week we will be back in a week from now with, uh, with a bit of a lighter topic all right Until then, Adrian, take care. (laughs) Bye. You've been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. (laughs) 